0: Hi, welcome to the Brainworms Podcast. The podcast that, you know, reads books. Whatever, it's fine. Don't even worry about it. <sighs> I'm Joe. I'm David.
1: And I'm Chris. And I have some interesting shit to talk about right off the bat. Oh, man. talk about some shit. Okay, so um I just learned the other night. You guys may already know this, but I, I had no idea. Okay, so you know the Kurgan from Highlander.
2: Uh-huh. Not personally, but I'm familiar. Okay. But, but that
1: guy, okay, he, his name is Clancy Brown, um, yes. and he is in a number of roles that you might recognize him from.
0: Yeah, Clancy Brown's in a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, Byron Hadley from the Shawshank Redemption, Mr. Krabs in SpongeBob SquarePants. Mm-hmm. Okay,
2: those two I did not know. How about that? Good job, <laughs> Clancy Brown. Also, I feel like... I'm kind of ashamed of myself because I missed the perfect opportunity. Um, when you said, do you know the Kurgan from Highlander? I could have responded, I know his name.
0: Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, the wasted opportunities is kind of what this show is about.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. He was also Lex Luthor and Superman the Animated Series, Dr. Neo Cortex, and Uka Uka in Crash Bandicoot, he was also Hades in God of War Three, and Surter in Thor Ragnarok, and also Lieutenant uh, Hank Anderson in Detroit Become Human. All
0: right,
1: I was I I was just blown away. I was like I I thought that guy's whole career like lived and died on the Kurgan.
2: <laughs> I knew that he was in like a lot of television shows. He was in uh, one of the like I think it was The Flash. He was in The Flash as like a general. Um, and he's been in some other like sci-fi TV shows things and movies. Um, nothing's like jumping out at me right now, but I didn't realize he had done so much voice acting. That's cool.
1: right? Yeah, so um, that was it. I've just that'd right be fun fun to talk about. Good to know.
0: <laughs> I wonder if he's in this book. Oh, I mean, honestly, just you can imagine any character as Clancy Brown. And it's true. won't have lost or gained anything. But yeah, we're, we're continuing our, our adventures delving into the world of Solid Justin <laughs> in Stelastic's Metal Gear novelization from the 90s.
1: I forgot uh, that his name was Justin.
0: <laughs> Solid Justin. <laughs> we're, we're skipping ahead quite a bit. You know, when, when we last left off, he was infiltrating the enemy base. He infiltrated it. Um, if you want to know how you can read this book on your own time
1: it also includes justin's uh proclivity of being a furry as yeah, well
0: he's a he's a good kitty <laughs> 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 so yeah we're gonna we're gonna just delve back into that world uh, but if you you know don't forget we have the Patreon. We have we have a supporter over there giving us some some money. I'm not gonna name them on the air. I don't know if they would want that. But um, Vice Admiral Picklefeather, we'll call him. <laughs> Thank you for your support. And if you want to be like Vice Admiral Picklefeather, then jump on that Patreon and keep this show alive. while barely limping along as you know as it is. <sighs> you ready for this? Oh my,
1: oh my God! Clancy Brown was also in Buckaroo Banzai.
2: I knew that one. I love that movie. So good.
1: (laughs) But yes, let's continue.
0: (laughs) No, please continue talking about Clancy Brown. It's fine. (laughs) That's what we're here for. (laughs) This is the Clancy Brown cast now.
2: (laughs) (sighs) Sorry, Vice Admiral. Things have gone in a very strange
0: direction. I mean, they they knew what they're getting into when they supported whatever this is. But yeah, be like Vice Admiral Picklefeather.
2: Chapter fourteen The Trained Killer Scorpions I like where this is going already. How do you train scorpions? I, let's I find
0: out. I don't I
1: don't think they're 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 capable of that. But then again, until yesterday I didn't think iguanas were capable of like recognizing masters, but apparently they can.
0: Huh. Yeah, they're pretty social animals as I recall. So iguanas are
2: not anarchists, now I know. Also, I have learned from Tom Waits that if you take a minute amount of liquor, drop it onto the back of a scorpion, it will go insane and sting itself.
0: the fuck is this episode?
2: (laughs) The lunatics are running the asylum. (laughs) Very good. The trained killer scorpions. Rock you like a hurricane. The first room Solid Snake opened on the second floor held a prisoner, but it was not Dr. Petovich. It was a member of the squad. As he released the Snake Man, Halley received this message. Listen to resistance fighter Jennifer on wave band 12048. 12048? According to Commander South's instructions, Justin Halley's transceiver had been set on 12033. Now he reset the wavelength and attached the antenna. Oh
0: Almost God! At I'm once. <laughs> already just bored out of my skull. I, I, I like that he just got they they gave him the wrong phone number for some reason. Like, to what? <laughs> end, like I mean, I guess we know to what end because because they're just they're just feeding. It. Oh yeah, if you're if you're listening to this episode before the previous episode, Stop why the fuck the are one. you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> What's what? what? What's your problem? But go back and listen. It'll give you a lot of context on, on why a lot of these things are happening. Do you With have it, a
1: pathological though, fear of ascending numbers? Like, like, like
0: there's a there's a clicker at the top of the order, just change it from oldest first to newest first, strike that, reverse it. And <laughs> and you'll be fine. Don't don't listen to this one first.
2: Justin Halley's Transceiver had been set on one two zero three three. Now he reset the wavelength and attached the antenna. Almost at once, Solid Snake heard, loud and clear, a woman's voice coming over the transceiver. It wasn't a voice that he'd heard before. It was not Diana. Jennifer here. I'll set up the rocket launchers. Come and get one. Over. (laughs) That's a weird... Okay. (laughs) Without delay, Halley went in search of the rocket launchers, following Jennifer's radio signal by rotating the antenna and using it as a direction finder.
0: That uh, oh, it, Doesn't he have a spy compass? Like, why can't that be the direction finder? Maybe he lost his compass, I don't know. Why doesn't this book make sense? <laughs> Who's to blame? Um... Who did this to us? Put him on the wall.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure what was his name? The the one guy who created this entire thing? Uh, Alexander Frost was the writer of so. this book. So Alexander Frost is to blame, Joe. Alexander Frost is to blame.
0: I'll get him for you. Or possibly Seth Godin. Yeah, because he was like the producer of of this project, so but
2: nevertheless. The radio transmission led him around corners and through a long corridor. At the end of the corridor was a row of giant packing crates. Solid Snake realized that the crates might hold the rocket launchers, but most likely were another of Katafi's fiendish traps. Which of them contained the rocket launchers? Which was the trap? Up to now, Halley had always stayed away from the middle of everything he'd encountered in Outer Heaven. The middle crate, the middle truck. But now he had a feeling; instinct told him that at this stage of the game, Colonel Katafi would be ringing in some changes. He thought for the first time, the middle crate would be the safe one.
0: This is this is storage. What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the Katafi. Uh, 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 this Katafi guy is descendant of uh,
2: fucking the- Monty Hall. Let's make a deal? I'm really glad
1: you took my stumbling and turned it into a joke for me. (laughs)
0: That's what what we do. Is this just just something he does to fuck with his employees? Like, Yes. One of the crates contains the goods you are to unpack and put on the loading dock. One of them contains a trap. (laughs) Riddle me this, Steve (laughs) from Shipping.
1: (laughs) But... What, more importantly, what kind of a trap is it? Like, is it just a, a Bengal tiger just a like, caged glove up
0: on a spring? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <sighs> and it was. One more time, Solid Snake's instincts had served him well. The middle crate held the rocket launcher. Behind the crates, he saw a door, partially hidden behind one of the pillars that held up the ceiling. Using keycard six, Halley got the door open. Inside was Dr. Petovich. At last! Solid Snake took an eager step forward, then stopped. All of his highly developed snake-man instincts told him that something was wrong here. He smelled a trap. Where were the guards? There ought to be guards inside the room with a prisoner as vitally important to the Metal Gear project as Dr. Petovich. Taking one of the mines from his arsenal, Allie rolled it gently across the floor to where the
0: doctor was sitting tied to a chair. I'm sorry, Bandit hold moved. on, hold on, whoa, hold on, hold on, Low. They sent him into this base with, n- with not even a sidearm because, like, no solid Justin, any kind of armaments will weigh you down. He's now infiltrated the base. And he's hauling, like, mines and rocket launchers and shit. Yep. How does that work? What? I mean, video game. Yeah. But, like, but you can't have it both ways. Like, they're trying to make this world make sense as a, you know, a believable universe. But they're also pulling video game shit. And pick one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
2: hey you know to be fair to this book we did miss a significant chunk
0: of the middle
1: yeah maybe a whole chapter was dedicated to uh solid justin just like doing bench presses to get way stronger yeah,
0: maybe he finds like a, a backpack that lets him carry things
2: so a bag in- of holding in the interest of making this all make sense, I'd like to do something right now. Just imagine, in your minds, listeners, that we have Solid Snake proceeding through all of these things, and allow this to take you there. Da 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 And there we go. You need a montage. We've montaged him into now carrying mines and having rocket launchers and apparently managing to avoid the middle of everything for the entirety of this until this time when he made the awesome choice of
0: picking the middle thing and found the rocket launcher. Also, I just realized that what I just did is going to make syncing this episode much more interesting for you. <laughs> the uh, the
2: the
1: the the funny thing is that none of like none of the things are trapped, and he just thinks he's been really successful.
0: Yep. like really, guessing. this whole
2: thing is probably just like a training mission. Um, that's my guess. Yeah. That, that's my take here. Taking one of the mines from his arsenal. Halley rolled it gently across the floor to where the doctor was sitting tied to a chair. The man didn't move, not so much as the flicker of an eyelash. This isn't the scientist, Solid Snake said to himself. It's a dummy. A booby-trapped dummy. Solid Snake fired a burst from his mac 2, and the thing exploded, shattering into wires and stuffing. Halley hurled himself to the floor and covered his head the same instant that the mine under the dummy's chair went off with an ear-shattering blast. It's a
0: good thing he was right. <laughs> right? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> what does it accomplish to pull up the dummy? Like, like, throw a rock at it and make
1: sure, man.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, that's I, what I'm saying. Like,
1: well, Or just, like, if it's a dummy, like, you can just leave it, you know? You don't have to set off an explosion on your room.
2: stealth mission. Yeah. As he picked himself up and brushed the fragments from his uniform, Justin Halley discovered, in the debris on the floor,
0: keycard seven.
1: Oh, that's why. The
0: keycard was inside the dummy? <laughs> why But but, but why, though?
2: We need <laughs> this heck? valuable keycard to remain protected. Let's strap it inside the
0: dummy. Jam it, jam it right up the ass of this, of this doll and sit it in a room.
1: Was there no better way for this writer to get, to have Snake get the key card? Like, was, was, were there no other options? Like, was, was, was this the path of least resistance?
0: I could have just found it.
2: It's fine. This is the only way. This is truth. This is life. This is Solid Snake. Solid Justin. Solid Justin. <laughs> The radio began to beep at him, as Control's signal was received again. Allie heard the same female voice. Jennifer here. I have a compass for you. Follow my signal. Over. A thin, high signal began to emanate from the transceiver, and a second or two later it was matched by a transmission coming from one of the locked rooms in the hallway. Using Keycard 4, Solid Snake located the compass. The room next door was unlocked by keycard six. It held no prisoners, nothing but a small bottle. Cautiously, Halley opened it, held it away from his nose, and with his other hand fanned a little of of the fumes toward his face and took a sniff. Solid Snake recognized the odor of the chemical from his training with the snake men. It was an all-purpose antidote to a number of deadly poisons. Quickly he tucked the little bottle into his uniform belt.
0: Is this book meant to serve as a walkthrough for the video game? Is that why <laughs> it's being so specific about like key cards and shit?
2: I think that's part of the idea, yeah. There are elements of it that are literally like boxes of text that are upside down that are just flat out hints for the game. Okay. So, I think this is like a backdoor walkthrough as well as being a quote entertaining story.
0: Sure, I guess like the the prima strategy guides hadn't really been a thing until at least deeper into the 90s. Yeah, yeah, maybe I don't know
1: would would this just make way more sense if we played the game?
0: I don't, <laughs> I don't feel like it would make that much of a difference, honestly, although I do want you to point out what part of the game you have. Solid Snake bend over with his ass in the air and pretend to be a panther. <laughs> and what button does that function?
1: I, I, I missed that part. Yeah. Maybe, I, maybe it's because I didn't enter the Konami cheat code and Phantom Pain.
0: Oh, man.
2: <laughs> Suddenly, Justin Halley heard the heavy thumping of running boots. Terrorist guards were on the way. Had to get out of there. He raced down a corridor, through a back door, and down a set of stairs that took him directly into a desert. A desert? Here in the jungle? Impossible, at least in nature. No, it had to be man-made. Another trap of Kataphy's. So stupid. What?
0: What? Heaven what?
2: only knew what awaited Solid Snake in the sands of a terrorist's phony desert. <laughs>
1: I'm going to make my base in the jungle. It's not deserty enough. I demand you ship tons and tons of sand here. Clear space. Make me a desert.
2: I'm just glad that the sentence "Heaven only knew what awaited solid snake in the sands of a terrorist's phony desert"
0: yeah.
2: is a real sentence that that exists. Like Jesus wept. Wow. Oddly, Halley felt elated. The presence of the unlikely desert, here in the middle of nowhere, led him to believe that he was much closer to Metal Gear than before. What? The more difficult the obstacle, the nearer to the goal.
0: You're you're there. Like, of course you're getting closer. That's what, where it is.
2: What? <laughs> also, it's the, the unlikely desert here in the middle of nowhere. You know where you don't typically find deserts? Somewhere. Somewhere, right? They're they're typically in the middle of nowhere. Like so, like okay. So wait, is
1: this like an actual desert, like a plain, and you can look out from horizon to horizon, and it's just desert as far as the eye can see? Or is this like it, it's part? It's partially an illusion, partially real desert, and it but it's all inside of a
0: room. I don't know. It could be like some kind of kind of hollow deck danger room scenario, but. I'm pretty sure that that these terrorists have just plunked down a desert in the middle of a humid jungle. And that so wh- wouldn't that questions. wouldn't
1: that mean that like, you know, the base is behind him cuz he's like facing he he just went out an exit? He
0: went he went in from the jungle, went into the base, navigated it, did action hero stuff and then just went out the back door. And was just like, oh, fuck, there's a desert here. But he didn't notice that in his initial infiltration and, like, the spy satellites that are feeding him information didn't... Yeah, dude, there's totally a desert, like, right on the other side of that.
2: I'm thinking this is an indoor desert, personally. I, 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 think, I, I guess uh, that does make more sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, how else? Like, yeah. You can't change the biosphere of a fucking jungle
0: to make it a desert in just a small portion. I mean, don't expect like, that level of sense and, and logic from the writer of this book necessarily. But
1: And again, I have to ask, but why? <laughs>
0: like, oh, they I just <laughs> wanted it.
1: You could just have, like, two guys standing guard up in front of the doorway. the no desert.
2: <laughs> As Justin Halley took out his compass to lead him across the desert, he heard a strange whirring noise. It sounded like something shuffling across the hot sands, something huge and dangerous. Before he could react to the sound, three giant creatures slowly came into
0: view.
1: Giant oh, enemy oh, crabs. That was a perfect
0: opportunity to say, I've got something huge and dangerous. I missed it.
1: <laughs> I, I'm praying that it's giant enemy crabs and not uh,
0: scorpions.
2: These were trained killer scorpions. Oh. used them to destroy his enemies. But, like, why though? <laughs> and now they were coming at him. Poisonous stings held high in the sting position. In
1: sting position.
2: What a <laughs> horrifying sight! Even a man with the courage of Marine Captain Justin Halley had to turn pale. <laughs> Just shoot them! It's fine. It's okay. The trained killer scorpions were mutants, raised to grow to between 15 and 17 feet high.
0: Big what do you
2: feed them? Their poison stings were as long and thick as a javelin. They had eyes that bugged out of their heads on stalks. javelins aren't thick. uh, Yeah, they're not. Um, What? And the stalks kept twisting this way and that, searching for their quarry. And they'd caught sight of Solid Snake. Who then
1: stuck his butt up in the air and slashed his hand. (laughs) Meow, 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 meow.
0: (laughs) That's his his primary defense, is the (laughs) panther
2: decoy. He could tell because a horrifying, high-pitched buzzing came out of the three of them. The sound of evil excitement. They're not evil, though. They're just... and the, mm. They're not capable. <laughs> I, I mean, they're 15-foot-tall mutant scorpions. They could be evil. They could
1: be. Uh, they're they not, they like, can't like...
2: exist in nature. You can't have a 15-foot-tall scorpion. Their bodies just wouldn't support their own weight. That's why insects aren't gigantic. Oh, yeah, also... um... (laughs) Although, technically, scorpions are arachnids, not insects.
1: Oh, I I had no idea they're arachnids. But, yeah, uh, actually, insects insects used to be, um, like... Way, way larger than they are now. Um, I think it. I think the reason for it. I. I don't remember correctly. It had something to do with the uh, oxygen concentration of the atmosphere. But basically, at a point, m- millions and millions of years ago, the, the atmosphere was at a point where insects could grow to be like just, just ungodly That's awesome. sizes and as the atmosphere changed over time their exoskeletons you know gradually shrank to uh, adjust to the new atmosphere and then we got the bugs we have now so these things could not exist <laughs> correct <laughs> they would they would crumble under <laughs> under the atmospheric pressure
2: slowly they turned in his direction and slowly they moved toward halley and
1: oh god what is he going to do but Quickly run away.
0: (laughs) It's, it's, It's like the mummy. Oh shit, just walk slightly faster, you're fine. Their bodies were
2: covered with scales, and the scales made a sickening noise as they dragged across the burning sands of the desert. The curled tails of the trained killer scorpions were raised high, poised to strike, to sting, and to kill. They were slow, but what was the need for haste? Where could Solid Snake go? Literally anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> back in the door you just came out of <laughs> like did the fucking door and stairs that you came down to end up in the desert just vanish because yeah. if that happened you have bigger problems bub it's true the desert seemingly stretching around him for miles was empty of shelter and the sun was hot enough to broil a man alive he had okay, nowhere so to had run. nowhere to hide
0: yeah, unless yeah, they've
2: apparently simulated he teleported. the sun. He, apparently he teleported is all I got from f- this. I
0: can't... What fuck like, is this book?
2: But the scorpions loved the desert heat. They thrived in it and grew to enormous sizes. All they needed to survive was furnace heat and the frequent opportunity to make a kill. No! No.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I guess that's kind of true. If, I, like I think primarily they probably need a source of water. Most things do. Yeah, water, yeah. shelter, food, these are necessities for life.
0: All they need um, is the air they breathe.
1: <laughs> especially these things who, who are, you know, like at least twenty feet tall. So um that's I, you know that's a pretty big BMI if you yeah. My drift.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um well they've got like giant fucking, I don't know, sky whales or something that they kill in this massive desert (laughs) in the middle of a forest that they... It's the fucking Outback from the Max. Uh, Justin Halley would have to stand and fight. He sorted through his weapons as the trained killer scorpions came closer. He could smell them now. They smelled foul. Solid Snake fired again and again, the but, clip of his beretta was empty
1: uh it, also it's magazine
2: <laughs> a clip is a totally different thing. It's true what the magazine um, attaches to uh,
1: wait do scorpions have like glands to to emit smell? I thought they just had chitin
2: I mean they do have an odor I imagine if especially if they were large enough, they would probably smell in some way um I don't know these again giant mutant scorpions yeah, they're giant, all bats yeah, are all evil yeah. scorpions
0: I think I think them having a smell is the the, <laughs> the wrong point stuff. to get
2: <laughs> and still they came dragging their scales over the burning sands nothing seemed to stop them not Halley's grenades nor his mac 2 <laughs>
0: grenades.
2: He braced himself dropping a rocket down the breach of his rocket launcher and aiming through the sight Solid Snake slammed his hand on the trigger button, and the rocket exploded from the tube. One scorpion exploded in a noxious burst of matter. He fired again. The rocket launcher was hot to the touch. The disposable firing tube wouldn't take much more use. A miss. (laughs) Another rocket launched, then another, and the second of the trained killer scorpions blew apart messily but the third one kept coming at Halley. Nothing appeared to phase the creature, not even the sudden explosive death of its brothers. Its stinger waved over its head, eager to plunge into Solid Snake's heart. Loading the rocket launcher, Halley hit the trigger button, but it misfired. The rocket wasn't launched. Was the rocket launcher still operational? There seemed to be no stopping this evil creature. Ammunition of any kind showed no effect on it. The scorpion would have to be hit head-on with everything he had. Solid Snake waited until the monster was almost on top of him. He waited until he could see the color of the creature's beady eyeball.
1: They don't have...
2: (sighs) Here is the mind-killer Solid (laughs) Justice. It was green. Then and only then did he turn and aim the rocket launcher dead on target. Excuse me? But would the launcher fire or misfire again? ba The last explosion caught the giant lumbering creature full in the chest. With an eerie, high scream, it blew into a million poisonous fragments. Solid Snake was clear. And lost in a desert in the middle of a jungle that he fucking teleported into. Chapter 15 Ellen Hallie headed across the desert for building three of outer heaven determined uh, to let nothing stand in his way.
0: So, so uh, this is fine like this desert is unremarkable now n- now that like we've been uh, briefly I, surprised by it the de- but the, the desert uh, is just a terrain feature.
2: You can't <laughs> just, what it stretched on for miles with nothing in either direction just what? like 3 paragraphs ago. But I, now he's on his way to building 3 which he couldn't have nice, just bro. run to away I, from the scorpions. That's <laughs> This is all fine. This is I, all fine. I need to go back yeah. to being an alcoholic. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I picked a bad day to stop huffing glue. <laughs> <laughs> Airplane is such a good movie. I wish we were watching that right now. I wish we were watching that, too. (laughs) Allie headed across the desert for Building 3 of Outer Heaven, determined to let nothing stand in his way. He had to rescue Dr. Petovich and his daughter and destroy Metal Gear before the evil weapon could be put into use against the nations of democracy.
0: In case you got distracted by the scorpions and completely forgot what this book was about, There you go.
2: No more Mr. Nice Guy. Katafi was asking for it now.
0: No more Mr. Nice Guy.
2: I wish that was a Scorpion song.
0: Oh my god, that would have been so good.
2: (laughs) There were trucks parked in front of the building's side entrance, but a few mines took them out. Within seconds, he was in the building and using Keycard 7 to get the elevator working. You had to, like, blow up the truck. You couldn't just go around them? Like, that's fucked up, dude. What if you needed those mines later? On the second floor, the rooms were opened by keycard five. Solid Snake let himself into one of the rooms and saw nothing. The room appeared to be entirely empty. And yet, Hallie felt a prickle along his skin. His trained instincts were telling him that something was here. Something of vital importance. He went to the far wall and ran his fingers along the rough stone. It felt solid, looked solid, and yet. The tips of Solid Snake's fingers touched a line, running like a crack in the stone from the ceiling to the floor. It pressed hard, harder. The crack widened, and a secret compartment in the wall opened up. A figure was stuffed into the secret compartment, which was barely large enough to hold it. It was a girl, bound and gagged. And unconscious. Solid Snake took the choking gag off and revived the girl gently. But when she saw the terrorist uniform that Hallie was wearing, she began to scream. The poor girl was obviously terrified. Shh, it's all right. And Hallie put his hand firmly back over her mouth. I'm That's not. That's how you of... get bit. bit. <laughs> that, that is how you get bit, yeah. He's much better with Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of Katafi's men. I'm Captain Halley of the Snake Men Squad. I'll take my hand away if you promise not to scream, okay? The girl nodded and mumbled something. Carefully, Solid Snake took his hand away. Are you all right? He asked her in a low voice. The girl nodded through her tears. I'm okay, she whispered back. Are you Ellen, Dr. Petovich's daughter? Yes, I am. Have you found my father? The girl cried eagerly. Not yet, but soon, I promise. Both of you will go home safely. Solid Snake looked at her face carefully. She looked tired and probably hungry, but she didn't seem to have been hurt. Look, I'm going to untie you now and take you somewhere to hide. I think you'll be safe until I come back for you. Try to hang in there and be brave. I'll try, but I'm worried about my father, said the girl urgently. Not as worried as I am, said Solid Snake to himself. Bullshit, motherfucker! That's her father! Yeah. You are not as worried as she is. Also, if you're looking for a safe place to hide her, what about the literally like invisible gap in the wall that you just opened up where she'd already been? Sure. I mean, I guess it's uncomfortable being crammed into it, but... Safe. <sighs> but welcome to
1: 2020.
2: <laughs> going to get word to him that you're alive, so don't worry anymore. Stay as quiet as you can and leave everything to me. I'll see to it that both of you get out of here safe and sound. Now put your arm around my neck and lean on me. You're a brave girl, Ellen. I'm taking you out of here. Allie left the girl in another room, making a mental note of which door she was behind. he stepped off down the corridor. <laughs> also, how do you know if anybody's going to use that room? Like, you don't know. You don't know. Imagine fucking in random terrorist person walking in on their lunch break and finding just like a, a girl, 13, or however old she is, right.
1: I feel like it would be a better plan to take her into, uh, like, one of the restrooms and just, like, here, h- hide in the stall, keep your feet up, like, just hang out on this toilet. No one will barge her in. back
0: in the secret compartment.
2: Allie left the girl in another room, making a middle note of which door she was behind, then he set off down the corridor. He was convinced that both Dr. Petovich and Metal Gear were somewhere here in Building 3. Was there a basement in this building? He should check that out without delay. Neither the east nor the west elevator had a button for the basement. That meant there could be stairs hidden somewhere. If only he could find them. Maybe he could get some advice from Control. He spun the tuning dial on the radio.
1: It's like this writer um, passed the word suspense when he was looking for the word suspect in the dictionary, and then decided to try and write a book about it.
2: <laughs> Solid Snake? Solid Snake. boss man here. It was Diana, transmitting on the frequency assigned to her by Commander South. Justin heard the faint radio signal, and he recognized Diana's voice. But he paid no attention to the transmission. Allie realized now that Diana's signals had been misleading him all along, and that Jennifer was really his control, a true freedom fighter. The only thing Solid Snake didn't know was how much damage Diana might already have done.
0: I like that like he basically effortlessly found uh, the kidnapped girl using his deus ex machina Solid Snake instincts. But instead we're going on this tense talk to the control on the radio mission to find the stairs. (laughs) I think you would have waited one of those over the other. I don't know.
2: Well, you know, can't control your snake man instincts. Chapter 16. The map.
0: On the map, on
2: the map. Solid Snake found himself facing three doors. At first he decided on the left hand room, but as he approached it, all his instincts triggered a warning. Don't go oh, in there. Yeah. He changed his mind for the right hand door instead, and Keycard seven opened it. I'm Allie expected to find a small room, but instead the door opened onto a vast, well-lit area, with locked doors running along the sides of the four walls. Suddenly, from his transceiver came Jennifer's voice. Be careful not to kill him. He's my brother. If anything happens to my brother, I can't help you anymore. Her brother? Jennifer had a brother here in Outer Heaven? But why was she mentioning it now? The room seemed
0: irrelevant now, (laughs) right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Allie turned to the first locked door on his left. Using keycard seven, Solid Snake opened the door. Three Snake Man prisoners were inside in a tiny room. The man in the middle was sitting bound, but not gagged. That man was Bob O'Reilly, Eagle Man. Justin Halley's best friend in the Snake Men squad. (laughs) Right? When he saw his friend, Solid Snake broke into a wide grin and started toward him, but Eagle Man cried out to him in an agonized voice. (laughs) 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 I shouldn't have found that as funny as I did. No, Solid Snake. Don't take another step toward me. I've been booby-trapped, rigged up to plastic explosives. I don't know where the detonator is. We'll all be blown sky-high if you lay a finger on me. Listen to me, Justin. I am Jennifer's brother. My life is not important. Only the destruction of metal gear is important. You're very close now. How many key cards do you have? Seven. Answered Halley. Good. There are eight key cards, so you need only one more. Metal Gear is hidden in the basement of this building. Dr. Petovich is a prisoner there. It's very near to completion, and when it's complete, it will detonate a series of catastrophic explosions all over the free world. You must get hold of key card eight. It's the only card that will unlock the basement location. Every second is precious. Go! Go now. Bob, I can't leave you here like this, Solid Snake protested. You don't have a choice, Justin, replied Eagle Man softly. You'd better hurry. There was nothing for Solid Snake to do but obey, to leave Jennifer's brother, his best friend, tied up and booby-trapped. Justin left the room, but he didn't get far. The vital minutes were counting down, but Halley could not leave Eagle Man and the other two snake men to die. It was an impossible decision for him to make. He turned back. As Halley came back into the room, he realized that already Katafi's evil was at work. He smelled poison gas. The snake men were going to die. Putting his gas mask on, Solid Snake ran into the room and freed the two Snake men on either side of Eagle Man. But I'm
1: assuming he just pulled that right out of his jellyfish. <laughs> That's right.
0: Yep. Would this book be more interesting if he if they actually were anthropomorphic snakes?
2: Yes. It'd be more interesting if they were surviving off of eating jellyfish. Fair. <sighs> Ah. Putting his gas mask on, Solid Snake ran into the room and freed the two snake men on either side of Eagle Man, dragging them out. They were barely breathing, but still alive. Now for Eagle Man. But how to get him out of the poison gas when he was booby-trapped with explosives? In the doorway, Solid Snake watched in horror as Jennifer's brother's eyes shut and his head fell forward on his chest. The poison gas was beginning to work. It's kind of awkward to describe, like, your best friend, whose real name you know and also code name you know, mm-hmm. as the brother of someone that you only know as a disembodied voice. It's true. The weight of Eagle Man's sagging body pulled his chair over with him. Instinctively, Captain Halley braced himself against the imminent explosion of the booby trap but there was no explosion as eagle man had slumped forward his fall had pulled a wire loose from the trap the chair had disconnected the detonator
1: so, okay so wait so wait <clears throat> so the the major uh-huh. the major tipping point for this whole trap thing yeah is if eagle man tries to stand up like that that'll that'll totally throw this whole trap Business just right down the chute.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. If his chair moves, he'll disarm the explosion. Uh, how? How does it?
1: How? How do you detonate it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's almost like there's some kind of god in the machine. It's, it's almost like uh, Katafi just is not very good he's at what he's doing. So bad I, at this. I, Yeah. Although he did turn the desert, the jungle into the desert, so. And make giant mutant scorpions. Sure. So. You know, he's got his high end. Yeah. Just peaks and valleys with this guy.
2: (laughs) Instantly, Solid Snake seized Eagle Man and half dragged, half carried his friend out of the gas filled room. Tried CPR, breathing fresh air down into Eagle Man's lungs.
1: You don't breathe fresh air.
2: But his friend didn't respond. It looked as though Eagle Man were dead. Were? But Hallie wouldn't give up hope. Remembering the little bottle of Antidote, he poured some of the liquid <laughs> down his friend's throat.
0: I think he and in
2: less than a minute, he heard the choking and gagging that told him that Eagle Man was alive.
1: Wow, it's almost as if it was less than a minute that that was introduced.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. In jubilation, Solid Snake pounded Jennifer's brother happily on the back, and then he made a discovery. Into to the back of Eagle Man's uniform was in a, a mocking gesture of Col- Colonel Katafi's was key card eight, the last card, the one that Katafi had never expected anybody to find.
1: What? <laughs> 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 what? <laughs>
2: He had thought it would be destroyed when the booby trap exploded. Allie now had the final key card to Metal Gear.
1: So wait, so wait. Okay, so his master plan was like, ah, he needs eight key cards. I'm going to put the eighth one on this guy's back so that when it explodes, the key card will explode too. Unless the guy tries to stand up.
2: Or, you know, slumps down from the poison that I totally didn't need to pump into the room mm. since you know, you were already tied up in a chair with a booby trap and yeah.
0: like yeah. He's real extra, the this Katafi. Like he, he, why not just keep the key card on yourself? I mean presumably he has to to get in and out of the room. So he just made an extra key card for, to be a supervillain about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's villain logic. He never leaves that room, so he doesn't need the key card. Oh, yeah. He just lives in that room waiting for the hero to get to him.
0: Um, I, I, I kind of like the idea that he had tech support print up another key card. <laughs> and they were like, what do you need that for? You're the only one who's allowed in and out of that room. And he's like, yeah, but I'm going to pin it to a prisoner with a bomb attached. And and the the tech guys were like, w- w- "Okay, I mean, you're you're giving me health insurance right now. I'm not gonna not do it. But are, are you sure?" And he was like, "Yeah, do it. It'll be really funny." <laughs> Either that,
1: or or they're like, "Yeah, but why why do you want to do that?" And he's like, "Cause that way, then the only other key card will be destroyed." <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> Okay.
0: He provides really good benefits. They they don't ask a lot of questions. Uh, Apparently,
2: unlike the military, whose intelligence (laughs) was fucking just straight booty, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Katafi knows everything that's going on. He absolutely knew that they were going to send Solid Snake, that Snake was going to find out that they had misdirected him, get on the proper path. He knew that this particular prisoner was Snake's best friend.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's all just been a... It, it, he's, he's been playing him the whole time. Yeah. Taffy's a yeah. genius. <laughs> they said he was mad. But he'll show them. He'll show them all. <laughs> Although he held all eight key cards, and the clue from Eagle Man that Metal Gear was in the basement...
0: It's not a clue, he... that's just information. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what clues are.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know what? Pee-wee got the same clue. How'd that work out for him?
1: Also, you know, like, hey, we, we know that there's this giant nuclear-capable weapon thing. Um, it's not in any of the one-story buildings, though. Where else could it be?
0: I don't know. I, don't know.
1: I need someone to tell me.
2: <laughs> Although he held all eight key cards, and the clue from Eagle Man that Metal Gear was in the basement, Allie still didn't know exactly where to find Metal Gear. He basement. <laughs> he only knew that the basement would be the most heavily guarded place in all of outer heaven.
1: But why? <laughs> why would you think that?
2: And first, he would have to find the stairs that led to the basement.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was the, that's the, the stairs. And before you find the stairs, you gotta put one foot in front of the other. Okay. And before you put one foot in front of the other, you gotta breathe. <laughs> like.
0: You know, what? Maybe instead of making the basement the most heavily guarded place, disperse those guards to other places, and then your enemy won't get to the basement. And then it's, it's, it's okay, guys. Profit. It's, it's,
2: it's hidden. Behind stairs. Behind
0: the stairs that are hard to find. <laughs> like, why?
1: <laughs> like, it's, it'll be the most heavily guarded area. Why not guard the key cards? You did, oh,
2: with it. a single wire attached to an explosive.
1: You could just yank out. What if that's what it was like for bomb squads? Like you know, they act like it's all careful and everything, but they just go in there and start pulling on wires.
0: Hoping for the best.
1: It'll be fine.
0: Oh Jesus. Okay. Ah. At first, (laughs) I'm sorry. I I, want to see Batman fight Doctor Katafi or General (laughs) Katafi, whatever his rank is, because he's very Batman villain esque in his behavior. I feel.
2: I think it's Colonel Qaddafi. Is it
0: Colonel? Okay. I'm pretty sure because it
2: was Colonel Qaddafi. So
0: oh right, that stands true. It, it would.
2: Yeah. And uh, and first he would have to find the stairs that led to the basement. None of the elevators were programmed to go there. You know That's they stupid. they mentioned that actually like a chapter and a half ago.
0: It is. They did. Yeah.
2: If only he had more time. Justin Halley was slowed down by the equipment he was carrying. Does <laughs> it doesn't say that in the book? It does.
0: Oh, Jesus. Oh my
1: god.
2: It's not very At least now it makes
1: sense cuz he's carrying rocket launchers with multiple rockets in and landmines mines
0: and Berettas.
2: But didn't he like empty all of them out? I don't I don't know.
0: I'm not sure. I'm not keeping track of his inventory. <laughs> Presby. <laughs> Or select, depending. Yeah, yeah.
2: Justin Halley was slowed down by the equipment he was carrying, but he was afraid to leave any of it behind. Not knowing what he'd be up against, he didn't know which weapons would be most effective. Did he really need all eight of his key cards? Eagle Man said that the eighth one was the key to Metal Gear. Maybe he ought to think of leaving the other seven behind, not, so that he wouldn't have to waste they're, even they're a key moment looking not for heavy. key card 8 <laughs> What? They're not heavy, but he's, you know, concerned that he might be fumbling through them looking for the right one.
0: Just put number eight in a separate place from one through seven, and then it's fine.
2: They, presumably, they're all, like, numbered. Looking to separate key card eight out from the rest.
0: Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah.
2: Solid Snake shuffled through the key cards in his hand, and as he did so, he noticed something for the first time something most unusual on the backs of the key cards were printed different pieces of the same design like a puzzle oh my God. it actually was a puzzle and when hallie had laid the cards out together in a certain way saw the design for the first time it's a map to the stairs it was the same insignia that was all over the compound painted on the sides of the trucks the badge on the enemy uniform that Solid Snake himself was wearing. It's just, just a branding. It's fine. A grinning, fanged reptile entwined around a twisted, broken tree. The insignia in itself didn't surprise Justin Halley, but there was something more. With the cards all laid out, he noticed for the first time that the design actually incorporated a map of outer heaven. Oh my God! <laughs> there, In the coils of Solid Snake were the different buildings and levels he'd gone through. He could make out the heat panels and the underwater tunnel, and the desert with the trained killer scorpions. And there, in the center of Solid Snake's eye, was a very small star. Solid Snake knew at once that the star represented the weapon Metal Gear. The rest of the map showed him exactly where in the basement to find it, and where the stairs must be leading <laughs> to the basement. I told you, I told you. <laughs> Committing the map to memory, Allie went in search of the stairway. Why would you have to commit it to memory? It's literally incorporated on every, like, on your uniform.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so not only is like, hey guys, I want you to make these cards. I don't, I don't, I'm gonna, I don't want Solid Justin to find <laughs> Metal Gear, so I'm gonna put it in the basement, I'm gonna hide the stairs. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But just in case I forget where the stairs are, <laughs> would you make these AK cards with a map on it?
0: And just, I don't know, leave them hanging around? Just leave them around. <laughs> put one or two in some trucks, and like, leave one on a desk, and, and put leave one put one in that fucking dummy. <laughs> For some
1: reason. Put put one in a bomb so that if we destroyed him, then his plan will be foiled.
2: (laughs) (sighs) According to the map, the stairway ought to be very near one of the pillars that held up the ceiling of the first level. Swiftly, Halley made his way to the pillar, but saw nothing. No sign of any stairway around it, yet Solid Snake was certain that he was in the right place. A sudden burst of gunfire chattered angrily past his head. Captain Halley dove for cover. There wasn't any cover, only the presence of the pillar, which he hugged with his body. That's, that's cover. That's what cover is. It wasn't much protection, but it was all there was.
1: A pillar is not... A...
0: It's holding up a building! It's. <laughs>
2: what
1: why just why
2: I'm just imagining the scene in the matrix mm-hmm. you know when Neo and Trinity are hiding behind pillars and they get chewed up by gunfire like they, they, okay they don't last
0: long maybe <sighs> I don't know this fucking the situation <laughs> sorry no, fine. I'm, I was just saying that this book You carry on,
2: please. The situation looked hopeless. He was right there, out in the open, in the middle of a firefight, (laughs) hidden behind a pillar, and he couldn't even see the terrorists. (laughs) He was
1: right there, out in the open, (laughs) hidden behind. That part's not in the book. Okay. Oh, thank God. He was right there.
2: (sighs) He was right there, out in the open, in the middle of a firefight, and he couldn't even see the terrorists. They were protected shooting at him from their hiding places. All he could do was stay close to the pillar. Stop saying pillar. Solid Snake touched something. Himself. (laughs) His only way out was to give the guards some handies. (laughs) Nice. Good old fashioned. Solid Snake touched something. It felt like a lock.
1: (laughs) God damn it.
2: (laughs) It felt like a lock down low in the base of the pillar. A lock. That was it. What? The stairway wasn't near the pillar. It was inside
0: the pillar. (laughs) It's inside the pillar. So this pillar is large enough to have the stairs in it, but it makes poor cover? Don't ask questions, Joe. I I need to know.
2: (laughs) Keycard 8. He had only seconds to find it. Why hadn't he thrown the other key cards away? (laughs) So you could keep the map, jackass. Why didn't you put key card eight in a different pocket? At last, key card eight was in Hallie's hand.
1: Oh, that didn't take very long. I thought there was going to be some suspense there for a second.
2: Fitting it into the slot, Hallie looked up to see four guards breaking cover, racing at him with assault rifles. There wasn't a second to spare. Would key card eight do the trick? I no. hope not.
0: Like, I really hope it just doesn't. Like, yeah, like, like, no, dude, you need key card number nine.
2: A click. The side of the pillar opened like a narrow door. Solid Snake, grabbing up his gear, threw himself headlong into the opening and slammed the door behind him. He found himself falling into total darkness. Chapter 17, Metal Gear. Gear. Headfirst, Hallie rolled down and down, unable to stop himself. When he finally came to a halt, his head
0: slammed painfully against a step. Just slapstick falling down the stairs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, it's all tense. The music's like, Dah! as his bolts are whizzing by, the pillars getting narrower and narrower. Then he hits the key card, dives through, and...
2: (laughs) Then
0: he lands in a big pool of butterscotch. Sitting up,
2: Solid Snake felt himself all over to see if anything was broken. Everything hurt, but everything seemed to be intact.
0: Ah, Although
2: he had a headache that a Himalayan mountain of aspirin couldn't cure. Just yeah, because that would, that would kill you. That, yeah. that, that would, in fact, kill you. Yeah, you wouldn't have a headache anymore.
0: <laughs> Long-term solutions of <with> short-term problems. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just as Hallie had hoped, the pillar was hiding a stairway leading to the basement.
0: We of get course, that. You don't need
2: it. It's fine. Of course, he'd expected to be going down the stairs on his feet, not his head. A huge bump was beginning to rise on the back of (laughs) his skull. But he didn't have the time to pay it any mind. You know, something just occurred to me, though, on the terms of, like, this thing going back and refreshing itself at the start of every chapter. Um, This book was written for kids, basically. Like, um, school-age children, it was written by Scholastic. And maybe they were thinking that it would be read by teachers, and so maybe they would do like a chapter because my I used to have teachers that would do that when I was in like fourth, fifth grade. We would have days where they would read sections of a book in like English class sure. and they do like a chapter at a time. And if it's, you know, you read a chapter and then the next day you read another chapter, it would help to have a refresh That's potentially. Fair. So. It, it seems a little repetitive, but maybe there was actually a reason for it. Right. I mean, you,
0: that is at you, the expense you know, of
2: the book, but like, yeah, yes, it, makes sense. it does make the book worse by a lot. Mm-hmm. And there are ways to do that that aren't so goddamn awkward. Do
1: sure. you know what would be a better solution to that whole problem? Hmm. Reading the kids a better book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't imagine that. I mean, like Scholastic published it. Like they probably got it into the book for book book like that ordered uh the book foyer, apparently, but I still can't imagine that this that Metal Gear was on a lot of English class curriculums.
2: <laughs> 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 you make a solid point,
0: you solid thing solid oh uh, keep going. I just missed the book phase. I missed the book fair, yeah. Especially now that all the bookstores are closing. Right? A sad thing. Just moved on.
1: Maybe yeah. you should start a bookstore, call it the last bookstore on earth. Like a it, a doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't doesn't have store. to be. Uh it, it doesn't have to be a you know the last bookstore on earth to be called that. And it's kind of charming.
2: Good idea. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually not bad. Somebody's
0: gonna take that.
1: We should cut that out of the episode.
0: (laughs) If you listen to this episode and are able to secure a loan and open the last bookstore on Earth, cut us in. That's
2: all we're asking for. At least subscribe, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. At least you can do.
2: (laughs) A huge bump was beginning to rise on the back of his skull, but he didn't have the time to pay it any mind. Hugging the shadows, Solid Snake made his way cautiously down the remaining stairs. He was so close to his objective now that he could almost taste it, but all of a sudden he felt his body sagging. Weariness and fatigue overcame him, and he was so tired he could barely take another step. This is the point where we find out that in one of the trucks he found some crystal meth and he takes that to get the rest of the way through the adventure.
1: I wonder if cocaine has ever been used in a military application oh, like that. Oh, yeah, it has.
2: Yeah. Oh, crystal meth was something that the U.S. military and the Nazis used to give to their way. fighter pilots. I like, believe the, a uh, lot. the
0: Japanese fighter pilots in World War II as well. Probably. Yeah. Kind of I mean,
1: Just, just to keep them jacked. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, that'll do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Although, in that that certain situation, I wouldn't tell them what it is, so they can't go out looking for it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Running for the shelter of your mother's little helpers. This was a very musical episode. Yeah. All right. Where are we here? Jesus. It
2: was a long, long time since Hallie had rested or eaten, and he was out of rations. Also, the weight of the heavy equipment he was carrying was sapping his strength, and his headache, perhaps from a slight concussion, was pounding away inside his skull, making it hard to think straight. He tried to pull himself together, but it was very hard. Although the young marine captain was well aware of the urgency for haste, he was afraid of making mistakes in judgment given his weakened condition. This was the most crucial part of the mission. Justin Halley couldn't afford to make one false move. As Solid Snake entered the basement, he heard guards all around him. Ali knew that they were getting ready to unleash an attack on the free world, putting into operation the most powerful and deadly weapon ever devised by the mind of an evil man. If he used his weapons here, Solid Snake would reveal his presence before he even got to Metal Gear. He had to act as covertly as he could, disabling guards from behind rather than shooting them.
0: How do they not know that he's coming? <laughs>
2: They don't have yeah. anything that would tell you that a door opened. Come on. <laughs> Why would you like have anything a c- sensor of any kind that would let you know when a key card was
0: used? <laughs> he shipped down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> also that. <laughs> like the, the the guards that that were initially like chasing him into the stairwell don't have radios like oh yeah he's coming down you guys better get ready to do something about that. Like how do they not know at this stage? Um, They're also, currently kicking a cardboard box to death.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, in my personal head cannon, it was like a, it was like ten or twenty flights of stairs that he just fell down for like an actual two minutes.
2: <laughs> Bouncing. Head over ass. Ass over tea kettle. His nice. Snake Men training not his powerful guns, mines, or grenades? was the only tactic he could rely on to get him to Metal Gear. One by one, using nothing but his bare hands, Captain Halley took on the terrorist guards. His expertise in Tai Chi, the special breathing and the natural movements of the animal world, made Solid Snake a graceful shadow, silently stalking the enemy stronghold. I like that the martial art that they've made him a master of is Tai Chi,
0: <laughs> yeah, which is but uh, not It's not really a very
1: relevant. I mean sped up um, it could be. Yeah. Well I, I thought they were going to use that like he used Tai Chi to knock guards out, but when they said that he it that he just uses it to like to move more subtly, uh that that didn't like rub me the it, wrong way it, as much.
2: Like a jungle cat, Hallie prowled unseen and pounced without warning. His karate blows and rabbit punches, delivered with trained precision, took out one enemy guard after another and all in silence. Oh, he
0: is using the Tai Chi to take out the guards. I I think
1: like, no, it's, yeah, no, it's like karate rabbit punches. punches and karate and
0: blows, he's uh for sure.
1: I, yeah, but I feel like a more much more reliable way to knock someone out is the sleeper hold. I oh,
0: don't know, don't question that, man.
2: The odd thing was that with every terrorist down, Solid Snake felt his strength beginning to return. He knew that he was coming closer and closer to
0: his objective. Fuck, he's a Dracula.
1: He was improving his
0: he was improving his high score. And then, turning a corner, killing all those guards caused him to level up and regenerate his health.
2: <laughs> That's exactly what just happened there, I think. Yeah. And then Turning a corner with the image of the keycard map fixed in his memory, Solid Snake came face to face for the first time with Metal Gear. As soon as he saw it, Halley recognized it. Nothing that huge and ugly could be anything else than Metal Gear. It was a tall, wide machine made out of a shining black metal that Solid Snake had never seen before. The metal itself seemed to radiate evil. Could this mysterious, unknown metal be what? the source of Metal Gear's deadly power? What,
1: what are you talking
2: about? What? Metal Gear was truly awesome, menacing, and strange. On its side was painted the deadly insignia that Halle had first seen in the jungle and later encountered everywhere in Outer Heaven. But displayed on the (laughs) weapon, the evil markings took on a new and even darker meaning. They were literally a map to this. Part of the machine was outfitted with a keyboard and a printer. So Solid Snake knew at once that what he'd suspected about Metal Gear was true.
0: Wait, what? A printer? Like, I started to make some joke about it having, like, like, a move built into it. And then I heard you say printer, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> God damn! Part it. of
2: the machine was outfitted with a keyboard and printer. The solid snake knew at once that what he'd suspected about Metal Gear was true, and a printer. Really? a, it a printer. It was computer controlled, <laughs> and probably hooked up to a network of computers <laughs> located throughout the terrorist nations. Oh, Christ! Even now. It's so
0: dumb. It is real dumb. That's real dumb. <laughs> like, when um, I started to maybe come to its defense, like, it was the 90s, but, like, we knew what robots <laughs> were in the 90s.
2: <laughs> Even now, the printer was chattering away, issuing a readout target of every major city in the free world. Justin Halley could see two buttons on the control panel, one red and one white, and a digital timer.
1: Because you know, all terrorist nations are just you know they they all work for you know the emperor from Star Wars yeah. and um and you know the free world is the good guys and everybody else is on the same side. You know, there, there's there's no differentiations when you go overseas.
2: You know what though? This book actually makes trigger warning make a lot more sense. Apparently, Please, there's explain. well, so. Apparently G.I. Joe was right and Cobra is a real thing. Just a global worldwide (laughs) terrorist organization with a single head at the top. And I'm guessing that right now Colonel Katafi is like Cobra Commander. But what's his fuck from Trigger Warning was obviously trying to pull off a giant terrorist plot so that he could like Gain entry into the organization and work his way up um, through the ranks. Yeah. Now his plot makes sense.
0: Thank you. The terrorists. That, that, yeah, yeah.
2: Joe, stop
1: choosing books that all like go together.
0: I'm not doing it on purpose. <laughs> I'm really not.
1: <laughs> Whatever you're doing, stop
2: it. Standing by the weapon side, leaning over the instrument panel, were two men. One of them, wearing an elaborate uniform complete with medals and decorations, was none. Shouldn't that be replete? That, eh, I think either would work, but yeah, probably a better word choice would be replete. Was none other than. What was that? None of this matters. None of this matters, indeed. One of them, wearing an elaborate uniform complete with medals and decorations, was none other than Colonel Vernon Katafi. I'm sorry, not Vernon. Vermin. It's important.
0: Vermin. His name yeah, is that's Vermin. Big, that's an important distinction.
2: None other than Colonel Vermin Katafi, <laughs> the world's leading terrorist His parents... murderer.
1: His parents, like, just... Aw, oh, he's so cute. I think he's gonna be a villain someday. Let's name him I mean, him everybody Vermin. needs
2: goals, and... Maybe they they were there at the beginning of this global terrorist organization and just knew that one day he was going to be the leader. (sighs) The other man, hunched and broken, was Dr. Ivan Petovich. Solid Snake slipped back further into the shadows to survey the weapon. Metal Gear was housed in an octagonal booth of shatterproof, see-through Lexan plastic. Each of the eight sides was locked and guarded by oh, an you armed picked, terrorist, like, one or
0: two of those descriptors and Yeah. tell me it's shatterproof plastic, and we can all move on. Each of the
2: eight sides was locked and guarded by an armed terrorist of matchless ferocity, strength, and cunning. These were Katafi's picked elite guards, his most murderous men. From the shadows, Halley watched in horror as Katafi selected his primary target. You may fire one reddit. Through the Lexan shield, he couldn't hear their voices, but the gloating look on Katafi's ugly face was hard to miss. And, well, yeah, he's, he's, he's a terrorist leader. And Halley could almost hear that vicious laughter. Then Katafi took a step away from the control panel, and Solid Snake could make out on the screen. That the chosen target was Washington DC.
0: Shit.
1: Bum, bum, bum. Uh, had uh um what was that Alien movie with Will Smith? Okay. Yeah. Had that been released at this point? So this this still would have been like a like a day? shocker for people.
2: So yeah, maybe a maybe shocker. Maybe a bit of a shocker.
0: Maybe. I mean, it's this is a pretty classic supervillain wants to destroy the world plot. We've had those since the yeah, ever.
1: I guess it makes I I guess it's more shocking when you like see it visually done on a movie screen for True. Independence
2: Day. Also, like the presumption that everyone reading this book is going to be American and thus be Super concerned if the target is Washington instead of say literally anywhere else in the world that would also be devastated by an explosion.
1: Yeah, like he he could have just like picked like the top ten nations and listed out their capitals and like and then everybody gets to be
0: included. (laughs) Yeah, like like Bond villains were doing this shit. No in the city. No. The
2: protest was yelled out in Justin Halley's own mind, but from his lips came no sound at all. It was his snake men training that kept him silent. Katafi adjusted his coordinates and pressed the red button. The digital countdown in seconds began. The destruction of the free world
0: had begun. Um, Real quick, and maybe you're paying more attention than I am and and I've just missed it. Do we know what Metal Gear is, aside from the fact that it's made of black metal and has a keyboard and printer attached
2: to it? Um, No, other than apparently it sets off detonations somehow, somewhere, in capitals. Like, I don't know. All right. I don't know how it does it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Until specified otherwise, I'm going to pretend that it's (laughs) just a highly advanced golf cart.
0: Very specific. Pacific, and but okay, made sure. of
1: evil black metal. With a, with a printer attached to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, Like to yeah, move more yeah. Gear. exactly. You get me?
2: Yeah. Halley saw the countdown start 60, 59, 58. Less than 60 seconds to detonation. In under a minute, Washington would be reduced to rubble, and the other capitals would follow. Ottawa. London, Tokyo, Canberra, Paris, Wellington. Was
0: that you or the book? That, that was the book. The Those were the actual titles. Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> I, it it seems really counterproductive to me to begin your launch sequence before you've opened up like your missile silos. Like this 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 thing's well, no, that's that's what I mean. Mm. This thing's underground. And, like, say you try to open whatever... the
0: silo jams. Yeah,
1: and then, like, oh! Oh, that's not good! Yeah, well, we don't know if the <laughs> bomb is gonna... <laughs> coming
2: from anywhere else, or the, you know, maybe the is coming from inside the house, and this thing just blows right. up things, somehow.
1: No, no, uh, no. Uh, the The big thing about Metal Gear is that it's a nuclear launch platform. Like, well, that's, that's in later, makes books, it so later uh,
2: games. But I don't know, was that the case in the first game? I don't remember.
0: It's been a very long time since Nintendo.
2: Solid Snake thought faster than he'd ever thought in his life. It was now or never. This was what he'd been sent here to do.
0: Eight guards. I mean, it's not, but he doesn't know that. What what the fuck happened with the frontal assault that he was supposed to be providing a diversion for?
1: They're probably going to come in after everything's all wrapped up. Uh,
0: Eight guards.
2: That was less than ten seconds per guard. If Captain Halley attempted to use his grenade launcher, or his rocket launcher, or his mines, chances were that he'd blow the entire basement sky-high, and it would be too late to disarm Metal Gear. What? What would happen to the weapon's nuclear payload that was no doubt hidden somewhere, ready to launch? An explosion could trigger that launch. Solid Snake dropped all his equipment.
1: Do you know what else will totally 100% trigger that launch? Not getting to the deactivation thing in time.
0: He spends a lot of time picking up and putting down his equipment. Solid Snake (laughs) dropped all his equipment.
2: Perhaps his body armor would give him some protection. Since it was armor. He glanced over and (laughs) saw the display. 55. 54. 53. Do you want to do something about that? Um, what about the locks on the Lexan shield? God. Eight locks, eight key cards. Thank goodness Halley hadn't left the other seven key cards behind. What a what fucking is, roller coaster is these key this cards, is. Man.
0: I'm fucking...
2: <laughs> <laughs> what he had to do now was to defeat each garden turn from one to eight and put the right key card into each lock.
0: Unless they attack him all but at all once. all eight
2: cards were inserted. Solid Snake was sure he'd be able to get to Metal Gear. You know they won't do that. Yeah, I know. Mooks don't do that. They, they, they're specially trained mooks that only attack one at a time. They, they have blinders on like horses. <laughs> You can't see anything happening to either side of the thing. the thing is is that
1: all those guards are not in the vision cones of the other guards that you can see (laughs) on the radar, so he's fine. It
2: it would be mortal hand-to-hand combat.
0: Like ancient... (laughs) Get over here. Test your might. It would be mortal
2: hand-to-hand combat, like ancient Roman gladiators, between Halley and each of the terrorist guards in turn. The only advantage on Solid Snake's side was that the guards were unable to leave their posts to gang up on him Because they had to defend their locks every second. But, <laughs> I mean, you you called it, man. But! but, but. <laughs> they gang, can't. There's one guy, gang up on him and kick his ass. Just send a second guy. <laughs> like, two on one. Or just shoot him! <laughs> just... One by one, Solid Snake attacked the terrorists in a struggle for supremacy. The first guard went down, then the second. More than once, it was only Halley's body armor that saved his life. S- sucks of fighting. Yeah. From outside, the young Marine heard an incredible racket going on. The indistinct sounds of men's voices yelling, muffled explosions, rapid gunfire. Hey, that's what happened to the other guys. No doubt the entire terrorist army had been deployed to burst in here at any moment and kill him. Solid Snake was not afraid to die, but he was determined to take Katafi and Metal Gear with him. Each time he overcame a guard, Halley slammed one of the key cards into the slot at one side of the eight-sided shield. One more lock would disengage. The pressure was building. Halley could see forty. Thirty-nine. 38. He took out seven only 38 guards in ten seconds? seconds? Using all his Snake Man skills, Solid Snake overthrew another guard. But even for the most courageous man in the Snake Men squad, eight killers were too many to defeat in less than a minute. Three were down, but five were still alive. So With only half a minute to go, only three key cards were in their slots. Fewer than half the locks were open. You know what they could do to really fuck him up here? Hmm. Just have one of the guards that's guarding a place he hasn't gotten go over to the ones that he's already gotten and grab the key cards?
0: Yeah, know uh-huh. yeah, how man.
2: Perhaps it was the pressure he was under. Perhaps it was the pressure combined with his head injury. But Solid Snake suddenly felt as though the battle was all over and he'd lost. Despair threatened to overcome him and he felt his energy begin to ebb away. (laughs) (laughs) Halley felt trapped and powerless, as though a strong net had been thrown over his body, that he was being dragged off to his death, helpless to do anything about it. It was Justin Halley's worst nightmare, a recurring dream from which he'd wake in a cold sweat. Now it was coming true. He was failing in his mission. Meanwhile... The seconds kept ticking down toward the destruction of the world. Like trees all over again. Suddenly, just behind him, Solid Snake heard the barking of gunfire. The terrorists must have broken through, and the enemy now had him surrounded. Who does he think the terrorists are breaking through? Maybe just the door. <laughs> they, I don't guess. The I... <laughs> they don't have the keycard
0: for. They don't have the keycards. They can't get to places. Where they need to do their jobs. So they have to break their own equipment. (sighs) Chapter 18. Do it. The
2: final battle.
0: Final countdown.
2: At the sound of guns firing behind him, Solid Snake whirled around, ready to die, and equally ready to take as many of the enemy with him as he could. But... To his astonishment, and literally no one else's, he <laughs> saw not the enemy he'd expected, <laughs> but Jennifer's brother, Eagle Man. Whoa! Great Fox. <inaudible> twist, oh, it's, oh that's and gray Fox. And other Snake Men he'd rescued. No, yeah. uh, Jennifer's brother is Eagle Man. There's oh, another okay. character called Gray Fox. Kojima. And other Snake Men he'd rescued, even Chuck. <laughs> Chuck. It was his old squad, weak and wounded, but coming to fight at Justin Halley's side. Metal Gear had been their mission too. God damn it. Now Solid Snake was no longer alone. Wouldn't Now he had allies in the final battle.
1: Okay, just I I'm 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 not like a storyteller or anything, but wouldn't it make more sense if like there's eight guards? And solid Justin goes out there and he fights all eight of them at the same time and he gets beaten down. And as they're kicking the shit out of him, that's when these the rest of his squad comes in and saves the day and help him disarm.
0: Yeah, because like like that's basically what they're trying to set up is that right. he, he's he's at the bottom and he's gonna lose, and then his guys come in and he wins with the power of friendship.
2: But, you know, because they're constrained to the fact that in the book, you have to take out each of the guards individually, and they don't, like, come up on you, right. or in the game, rather. Yeah. like They they don't dogpile on you like they logically, naturally would, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Um, yeah, but it makes them look more
1: courageous for standing up against eight people at once.
0: Yeah, they they made weird choices in terms of where they were just going to be slavishly obedient to the rules of the video game and when they were going to name him Solid Justice.
2: (laughs) You're not wrong. You're not wrong.
0: All right, throwing conclusion. Let's go.
2: Only two of the snake men had found weapons. The others began attacking the remaining guards with sticks, pieces of brick and stone, anything they could get their hands on. Weakened though they were by their imprisonment and torture...
0: I honestly feel united... like it would have been easier to find a gun than a stick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing that, I'm like,
1: I have the power of God and anime on my side! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I raided the janitor's closet.
2: Weakened though they were by their imprisonment and torture, their united strength caught the guards by surprise and two more terrorists went down under the snake men's assault. Solid Snake raced over to insert the key cards in the other two slots. Five guards down, five locks opened, three more to go. Now Solid Snake needed all the allies he could get. Pushing aside the body of a fallen guard, he shouted through the open lock straight into the Lexan-shielded enclosure. Dr. Petovich! Dr. Petovich! Ellen is alive! She's safe! We're the United States Marines, and we've rescued your daughter! Would the old man hear Halley's words? And if he did, would the words do any good? Dr. Petevich was already so enfeebled. What kind of help could he give? Inside the Lexen booth, Dr. Petevich appeared to come to life very suddenly. He stood up straight, and the years fell from his shoulders. Reaching out for Katafi's throat, he began struggling with the terrorist leader to get at the white disarm button. For a minute there, the combat between the two men was almost equal, but Colonel Katafi was a much younger and stronger man, and he was armed. Dr. Petovich had been subjected to the most vicious physical and mental torture which had drained him of his strength, yet he fought on made stronger by the knowledge that his
0: daughter was alive. Why would you put a disarm button on your world-killing device? I I guess in case you have an oopsie and sit on the button.
2: (laughs) (laughs) With an effort, Katafi fought himself free of the old man's grip, drew his pistol from its holster, and brutally pistol-whipped the scientist. Dr. Petovich slumped to the ground, unconscious. But not before proving to Solid Snake what he needed to know. It was the white button the Snake Men had to reach before it was too late. The white button was the only thing that could stop the countdown on Metal Gear.
1: There's only there's only Time. two
0: buttons. The r- there's only two buttons. One of them is red. <laughs> Solve the riddle, Solid Justin. <laughs>
2: This man was defeated by stairs. Come on, y'all.
0: Yeah.
2: Time had slowed down, but each second moved too fast. The display read 24, 23, 22. The battle continued. Seven of the eight key cards had already opened seven of the locks. As I was going to St. Ives... Thanks to the help given by the snake men, seven of the enemy lay unconscious. But there was still one more guard to go, one more lock to open. One token to Captain... the line. <laughs> Captain Halley ran towards the guard, uttering his tiger yell at the top of his lungs. <laughs> <legs. laughs> the force of his rush knocked the assault rifle out of the guard's hand. Instantly, the two men were locked in a life-or-death, bare-handed, one-on-one battle. The enemy held the advantage. All he needed to do was to keep Halley away from Metal Gear for a few more seconds, and the terrorists would win. The free world would be destroyed. I have to
1: open the... <laughs> <There's>...
2: <laughs> the task Solid Snake faced was far more difficult. In the same few seconds, he must overcome the guard, we get, get the lock open, and then defeat the dictator, Katafi, in order to hit that white you button.
0: Don't stop explaining the plot. You know what would make this
1: like, really easy for, for solid Justin? Do tell. If he had a, a handgun to shoot the last guard with.
2: If only yeah. he had been holding a weapon that he just disarmed him of. <laughs> the enemy guard was fresh and very strong. Justin Halley was almost played out. A man with a mission, for many, many hours he'd been without rest. He'd braved and endured hazard after deadly hazard, fighting for his life every minute. It was a miracle he'd come this far. Did he have enough left to go the rest of the way? Now a weakened Captain Halley was struggling with the Last Guard, the strongest of them all. Why the would final you? final boss! <laughs> why, would you, why would you save him for last? The other is snake. man. the Mint. final boss. It's true. He took all the rest of their energy as they were dying, and it all went into the last man. That's what happened. I get it.
1: There can yeah, yeah. be only
2: one. Shit, this is Clancy. <laughs> oh my god, he's fighting
0: Clancy. Oh my god. <laughs> Starting Clancy Brown as solid judge.
2: <laughs> now a weakened Captain Halley was struggling with the last guard, the strongest of them all. The other snake men lay wounded on the ground, too exhausted to help him. But they'd already done their job. Now it was up to Solid Snake alone. Nothing mattered but that white button. He could see the countdown continue. Eighteen. Seventeen. Sixteen. Now the enemy had Solid Snake by the throat his powerful fingers closing, throttling, trying to squeeze the last breath out of him. Justin Halley couldn't free himself. He was blacking out. Desperately, he looked around for help. Jennifer's brother, Eagle Man, was the nearest of the Snake Men. He was lying on the ground, close to unconscious. Bob! You have to help me! Bob! Bob. Solid Justin and... Bob. Yeah, Bob O'Reilly. Yeah. yeah. Teenage wasteland. Teenage wasteland. Yeah. Bob, you have to help me," groaked Solid Snake, his voice squeezed to a whisper. "Take keycard eight from me and put it in the slot. You've got to hurry. Oh. Never mind or me. Make the right connection. Just get the card. We only have a few seconds left." Eagle Man raised his head weakly and nodded. Then, painfully inch by inch bob o'reilly oh 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 o'reilly dragged himself over and pulled the card from solid snake's fingers why
1: not just help him with the guy kick him in the nuts or
0: something (laughs) yeah Punch (laughs) punch him in the butt (laughs)
2: while Holly still struggled with the terrorist, Eagle Man dropped Keycard 8 into its lock. Now all eight keycards were in place. Things began to happen all at once. Which is sort of how they happen. Yeah. As soon as the last keycard fell into place, the Lexan shield dissolved, disappearing into the ground. Metal Gear was now in the open, exposed. But the detonator timer was still ticking the seconds away. The digital display showed 15. 14. 13. The destruction of Metal Gear's Lexan shield took the enemy guard by surprise. He destroyed
0: it, he just opened it.
2: For one split second, his hands loosened around the throat of Solid Snake. In that instant, Using all of his strength and cunning, Halley broke the guard's chokehold. You broke it because he loosened his grip. Yeah, you can't really take credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> now Halley summoned every ounce of strength he had left in his body. With his bare hands, he karate-chopped the last terrorist guard and threw his limp form aside. Without thought for his own safety... Solid Snake hurled himself toward Metal Gear, his right hand reaching for the white button that would disarm the weapon.
1: Uh, It's a a mech, dude. Like, you gotta gotta climb it.
2: (laughs) But his hand never made it. As the Marine Captain raced into the booth, with only seconds to spare before detonation, Colonel Katafi raised his pistol and fired. The bullet reached its target slamming into Hallie's shoulder above the body armor. Blood began to pump from the wound. The impact sent Solid Snake's body spinning. But before he reached the ground, twisted his body in the air like a cat.
0: (laughs) Meow.
2: If he could only. It was his last possible chance of success, and it worked. Hallie fell (laughs) forward on the computer control panel, his Smashing his out face stretched. into the white button. <laughs> he saw the seconds
0: move. Seven. Six. His concussion bump is protruded just enough. <laughs> that it bumps into the
2: button. With an angry roar, the dictator, Katafi, lifted his pistol to fire again. But before he could pull the trigger, Dr. Petovich, now conscious, reached up from the floor and yanked the terrorist off balance. The gun fell from Katafi's fingers. Halle could see that he was running out of time. Four. Three. Two. Solid Snake's hand reached the white button and pushed. The timer clock stopped. The countdown reading zero, 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 one. Oh,
1: fuck you.
2: With only one second to spare, Metal gear was
0: out of commission. The world was safe. Except now the United States military. So, (laughs) fuck.
2: With a beast snarl of psychotic rage, Colonel Vermin Katafi threw himself at Justin Halley. Meow. The two men grappled with each other, each trying to get the upper hand. (laughs) I'm 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 Uh, just picturing what what grappling is, yes. The ham
0: bones. (laughs) (laughs) Just slapping (laughs) each other.
2: (laughs) Solid Snake was younger and stronger than the dictator, but he was wounded and losing blood. Katafi was master of every evil, dirty trick in the book. And puppets. (laughs) (laughs) The hand-to-hand struggle went on for minutes, and all the while, the noise of a battle taking place nearby became louder and louder. The gunshots sounding nearer and nearer. And and that's when Solid
1: Justin realized that this, this like, it wasn't just the doll and the guy who was right to explosive. This whole base is inside of a giant explosive. <laughs> and the entire thing <laughs> exploded and blew up the earth.
2: The end. Peace. No. Sorry, we're not there yet. Halley reckoned that his fight with Colonel Vermin Katafi would be his last. At any moment, the remainder of the terrorist army would be in here, and that would be the end of the Snake Men. But the mission was a success. Metal well, Gear can, was disarmed.
1: They could just, just push the button again. Yeah, with one yeah. second
2: left to go, they press the red button again. And if Solid Snake <laughs> Oops, could dude. only hang on here a little longer, he might be able to take Katafi with him that would really be a blow struck for the free
0: world
1: no it wouldn't someone else would just take his place someone else potentially worse
0: yeah, he's got worse. a second in command suddenly <laughs> katappi's understudy is going to get involved
2: <laughs> you idiots you captured the stunt doubles nice suddenly the battle was upon them a group of armed men in uniforms ran in brandishing their weapons at once Colonel Katafi made a dive for the floor, going after his own pistol. Solid Snake saw the action and kicked out with the last remaining bit of strength in his wounded body for the fourth time, using the last of his strength. (laughs) The kick caught Katafi on the side of his head and knocked him out. The dictator lay sprawled at the side of Metal Gear, the monster he'd created to dominate the world. Hallie! I don't...
1: I don't think the author knows what Metal Gear is.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, this was, again, this was written before the game's creator even knew what Metal Gear was, other than a giant, terrifying, world ending threat machine. Halley, cried an astonished voice. Well, I'll be. Solid Snake, oh, is that oh, you? I'm hearing things, thought Justin Halley. It's that bump on the head and the loss of blood. I must be blacking out. I could swear I heard, Solid Snake, it's me, Commander South. I'm here with the Foxhound Command Troops and the rest of the men Squad. We've got Outer Heaven completely surrounded. My men are rounding up the last of the terrorists now. I can't believe you're alive. But you're wounded, man. You're bleeding bad. Medic, get over here on the double. Get this marine some help. I'm all right, sir. Just a little woozy. Take care of my buddies first. Solid Snake pointed to the wounded snake men. Eagle Man! Gray Fox!
0: Only they had brought more than one medic.
2: <laughs> Commander South couldn't hide his astonishment. Did you free them, Halley? Yes, sir.
0: And I found... No,
1: I didn't. They just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're still in they freed themselves. They're confused.
2: This all just you happened. Know, it all just they... happened. None <laughs> of it. None of it was necessary. It all just happened this way.
1: Uh, yeah. I feel like what would have been like perfectly fine is Snake is. Oh, sorry. Solid Justin is. Yeah, <laughs> he, he disarms the thing. Stuff happens. People break in, and then he realizes, like, oh, they're they're allies, and then he passes out. And then we can use that as an excuse to skip all of this, get the commander up to speed part, and just have him come to when he's, you know, in the hospital bed back together and wrap up the story.
0: Yeah, but we need all of this to get the minimum page number for Scholastic Department. (laughs) (laughs) Did you free them, Hallie? Yes, sir.
2: And I found Ellen Petovich. She's safely hidden. That's Dr. Petovich, just getting up from the floor. He's on our side, sir. And is that... Thing? Metal gear? asked Commander South. Yes, sir. Primed, loaded, and out of commission. I don't know what to say, Halley, except well done. Now let's get you out of here and into sick bay. You can tell me all about it when you're feeling better. I feel fine, sir, and very glad to see you. But what about Katafi, sir? Katafi? Colonel Vermin Katafi? Was he here? He's out cold, sir. Lying right there. Solid Snake broke off, mystified. The spot where the dictator had been lying was empty. Katafi was not there.
1: I guess they just let it happen.
2: He's no. gone, sir. He must have escaped. But how? Allie took one step backward, wobbled, and nearly fell. He'd lost a lot of blood and was getting weaker by the minute. Easy now, Solid Snake. Commander South put his arm around Justin Halley's shoulders to steady him. That evil maniac must have gotten away in the excitement. He knows every inch of this wretched place. So they came
1: in, pointed their guns at him, he dove for his gun, Snake knocked him unconscious, and then the guys aiming their guns at Gaddafi
2: just started picking their noses. That is exactly what happened, yes.
0: Well, that's when the cutscene triggered, so they couldn't do it. <laughs> there
2: must be a thousand holes for him to crawl into. Don't worry. One of these days, we'll get him. Meanwhile, the chopper is topside and doctors are waiting. Halley wouldn't move until he saw the last of his squad buddies loaded onto gurneys. Then, slowly, he followed Commander South out of the basement's arsenal. His job here was done. Solid Snake's mission had been completed and successfully. Metal Gear was now harmless and in the possession of the forces of democracy. Oh, it's, it's not... It's, and, it. fine to quote, now. much better works of fiction, if you can't trust mm-hmm. the U.S. government, who can you trust? Yep! The Snake Men prisoners were on their way to the best medical attention in the world. Ellen and Dr. Petovich were safe. The world was safe. Even so, Hallie knew that something was missing. His victory was incomplete. He had the bitter taste of ashes in his mouth. In the doorway... should stop "Stop eating them. In the doorway, Hallie turned. He spoke very softly. Wait for me, Katafi, whispered. I'll be back. So wait for me. You belong to me. And soon, I'll be coming back to collect. Next time, you won't get away. He spoke very softly, but somehow Solid Snake knew in his heart that, hidden away somewhere, Colonel Katafi heard his words. That's uh, not how anything works. He's lost a lot. Of time, <laughs> Just let him have this. Dear reader, I hope you liked reading Metal Gear. No! Here is a list of some (laughs) other books that I thought you might like. Fuck you! (laughs) Across Five Aprils by Irene Hunt. Go to hell! All Quiet on the Western Front by Eric Maria Remark. I mean better books to be sure. Yeah,
1: like you dare talk about all quiet on the western <laughs> front.
2: Call it courage by Armstrong Sperry. The Great Escape by Paul Brickhill. The Survivor by Rob White. Young Man in Vietnam by Charles Coe. You can find these books at your local library or bookstore. Ask your teacher or librarian that's where that's where for books other are. books you might enjoy. Best wishes, FX9.
0: Oh, fun fact, real quick, before we kind of transition into the ending. The reason why, because there's a team of writers writing these worlds of power books, and the reason why they're writing as FX9 is so that they're close to the word Nintendo in bookstores.
2: Ah, how about that? That's that's not bad. That's oh. That's terrible, actually.
0: So, what did we think of the adventures of Solid Justice?
2: <laughs> I mean, uh, it's it, better
1: it than enter- the Eye
0: of Argon. <laughs>
1: it was entertaining yeah. at the best of times and confounding at the worst of times.
0: All true. Yeah, it's maybe
2: you know an example of how, and I, I'll I'll grant you that in astonishingly recent years. They have managed to make a few adaptations of video games that are, you know, good films. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there are maybe three. Silent Hill is a good horror film, and it captures the spirit of the games, even if it's kind of a poor adaptation of the story of the games. Sure. Um, you know, uh, Resident Evil, I think... Very entertaining films, not very good adaptations of the games, again, overall, but um, in general, adapting video games has a challenge of its own. And I Mm -hmm. think they, this book, if anyone wants to try and adapt a video game to another form of media, this book should be required reading.
0: For what not to do. What not to do. Yeah.
1: I feel like a lot of the difficulties of uh, transitioning a a medium it can be mitigated simply by choosing the right thing. Um, Metal Gear is actually, I would say, like that. That's not a bad universe to have a book about. It just wouldn't be a very like long book, really. <laughs>
0: I feel like the trick is adapting the spirit of the thing without feeling like you have to have eight key cards that have a map on the back.
2: Yeah, yeah. Some of the things that are put into games because they're games don't Mm -hmm. need to be present in media that, you know, doesn't require the puzzle solving to make it fun.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, you know, like if someone was gonna write a book about Dark Souls, they shouldn't have several chapters dedicated to grinding souls. <laughs> right. Right. <Yeah. laughs>
0: um, and, I, and I feel like in the spirit of continuing that conversation it might be fun to read more of these Worlds of Power books.
2: You know, I, I'd honestly be down with that because some of them have to be better than this.
0: Sure. Although some of them might. Although this is the one that came up specifically at like the the, the the what led me down this rabbit hole was i specifically look for books that have a reputation of being bad or insane for this show and metal gear is the one that comes up so maybe the other ones are better
1: they'll be worth a visit <laughs> yeah i would i would love to to read someone's novelization of super mario 64. <laughs>
0: And then he got a star.
1: and then he got another
0: star. <laughs> and, and then he slid down the ramp and raced up <laughs> and got a star. Uh, are we are we are we done with this book? Do we want to talk about anything else?
1: Uh, if you've never been exposed to the Metal Gear games, um, they're better than this. Th- yes.
0: Yeah, Don't yeah, don't base your expectations of the Metal Gear video games on this book.
1: Um, although, although they aren't,
0: although some are better. Yeah.
1: And they aren't for everyone. Um, it's like, it's definitely, uh, what's his name? Kojima. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it It's, it's like Kojima. Like he has a crazy brain and his crazy brain does things. And sometimes it turns out. Okay. Sometimes it doesn't. You get the idea.
0: Sure. So, yeah. Um, do you, do you want us to read more of these Metal Gear They're not Metal Gear. There aren't any more Metal Gear books, thank Christ. Uh, But there are more Worlds of Power books that are Nintendo game adaptations from the 90s. Um, And I think we might want to look into them. That's what you think. You know, find us on the Facebook and the Instagram and tell us your thoughts. Um, If you're a YouTube listener, like, subscribe, ring the bell. The algorithm robots really like you doing that, and it's good for us, so do it ring ring the bell ring the bell for solid justice <laughs> <laughs> and for Jake Rivers um who are powerful men and they want you to ring that bell how many years they will... bef- how, how huh? many
1: years is it going to take before we go like before we're saying like like comment subscribe lick the lizard uh eat the pomp, um <laughs> look at the cadaver uh ride the sun and it just
0: ride the snake <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, do it. Um, and again, we have a Patreon where listeners supported. We're not going to send you a tote bag, but there might be some fun bonus content.
1: Eventually, we're going to um, have a a uh, uh, what's it called when you put all your names in like a bag and you pull one out? A raffle? Yeah, uh, we're
0: yeah stakes.
2: we're gonna have
1: like a raffle slash sweepstakes where the lucky winner gets a a one night with my sweet face. My sweet innocent baby face.
2: That's creepy. We haven't <laughs> talked about this. You can do that on your own time, Chris. <laughs> you could, yeah. You could win, um, Dave.
0: The podcast does not <laughs> support anything that you <laughs> <laughs> Are we done here? Did I forget anything? Yes, I think we're done here. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh. Right
1: the Any copyrighted content contained within this podcast is used for purposes of review. Brainworms Podcast is David Combs, Christian Schaefer, and Joseph Wells. Editing and Post-Production by David Combs. Art provided by Kane Magdalene. The theme music is Hodgepod Number One by Brian Davis. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon or Ko-Fi, or by leaving a review on your favorite listening app.